Welcome to Wicked Wednesdays, episode 29. I'm Shelly, and with me is Alan, as always. Hey, what's up? So, um, this evening, we were going to do the Tuskegee Airmen, and then we decided, you know what, let's not, and say we did. Yep. Um, we both got, we knew the story behind it, because everybody in Alabama knows the story behind it, but... Honestly, like, when you go to research it, it's so fucking depressing. Yeah. And even though, I mean, it's something that we should acknowledge, and I do not take it for granted, I just, I, it hurt my whole, it, I mean, it hurt my soul, you know? Yeah, we just, after Unit 31 and the kid murders, we decided, or Unit 731 and the kid murders, we decided to have some fun. So, we were going to have Jesse on tonight to, um, you know, kind of catch up, see what he's been up to, talk about his new podcast, um, which is what, Blind, Blind on, on Fear. Fear. What? You know what Jesse been up to? Oh, my God. Jesse there is no Lavelles on our show. Jesse been up to being a bitch. I've had enough. Of your eight-legged ass. I'm out. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what was I trying to say? He got me all fucked up now. Um, talking about Jesse's... Oh, yeah. We were going to yeah, gonna talk a little bit about his podcast. We're going to talk about some shows that we've been watching. Just catch up. It's been a while since we talked to old Jesse. And uh, I think, what, like October? Or December or something? October, December. I can't remember. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. So, we wanted to have our good buddy Jesseth on. Um, So, but anyway, tonight, because Jesse couldn't make it, um, he had um, some unexpected shit come up. So He's okay. Yeah, he's fine. He's just, he had some plans that he didn't know about come up. Anyway, (laughs) so, um... Anyway, we decided, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to figure out what we were going to do, and um, we were tossing around some ideas, and Alan decided he wanted to talk about vampires. Because <laughs> vampires are cool. So, yeah, tonight we will be talking about vampire, vampire lore, probably some vampire movies, just vampire shit in general. So, well, you got any weird news? Yeah, I had some. I'm trying to remember what I want to talk about now. I know I mentioned something to you about it. Do you remember what I mentioned? I don't listen to you half the time. That's not nice. Well, that's the truth. So I could be sitting over there saying, like, booger, booger, titty fuck, and you'd be like, okay. You do that a lot, and so that's why I ignore you. When did I say that? You were always over mumbling shit to yourself. I don't know. Okay. You're singing shit, casting spells. Fuck, I don't know what the fuck you're doing over here. <laughs> I wish I knew how to cast spells. Mm-mm. Why not? Cause. Cause why? They've been trying to give the plague to people. Only the ones that irritate me. Anyway. But anyway, I had something, but. 
I know you were going on and on and on about something, and I can't remember what it was. And I can't believe that you've forgotten what it was. Uh. Look up your history. Yeah, well, um, Grumpy Cat died. Yeah, R.I.P. Grumpy Cat. Mm -hmm. It's one of the only cats I ever liked, because, you know, I felt that deep in my soul, too. He'll be grumpy in heaven now. You know, they were talking about how, like, honestly, that, like, I think it was a she, not a he. It was a she. And her name was Tartar Sauce. Yeah. And they talked about how that she was so sweet. Really? Yes. Aw. I mean, like, I forget who was talking about that they got to see her several times and that all she did was ignore them. Mm-hmm. But... There's only like one person I saw make a post like that, like one celebrity. But most of the time, I talked about how that, like you know, she was sweet and you know, that she really did have a good disposition. And yeah. She wasn't grumpy. Oh. Uh, the Kardashians have a new baby and they named it Psalm. I know people who's named that, so it's not like it's not crazy to me. Oh, okay. Like, I know people are, like, you know, like, flipping out about it. But, like, I, I mean, I knew, it is, a, it's a, most people that I know, that's their middle name. Mm-hmm. But, like, I went to a couple people in school that cool. had that name. But, oh, so, while you're looking that up, let me get on a little bit of a bandwagon. This show is about, not only about paranormal stuff. But also about the criminal justice system and thing, you know, crimes and all that kind of stuff. Was well, everybody knows there are people who get convicted of crimes that they did not commit, and or people who have gotten ridiculous ass fucking um, conviction, you know, sentences or prison sentences for, you know, minor shit that is non nonviolent offenses. And so, it came out a while back that Kim Kardashian West was trying to help people get out of prison. One of them was a lady who had served, she had like, what, a life sentence or something? And she had served like 25 years because she was like the go-between between these dope dealers. Something like that, yeah. Anyway, Kim got her out. Well, we made people like were trivializing this because she's a Kardashian. And... Like, I get that you don't really care for her because of how she became famous. But I want to point this out to people. You have people who literally do nothing with their fame. Absolutely nothing. Who are in blockbuster movies, who have incredible talent, who do absolutely fucking nothing with it. They don't help anybody. And I'm not talking about... Oh, you know, well, they gave to save the dolphins, or they, you know, went on a trip with Greenpeace, or they're an ambassador. Fuck that shit. I'm talking about helping real people. And, and look, I'm not, I watch Kardashians because it's a fucking train wreck, and I think it's hilarious. Like, most people watch reality TV. But, I'm not like, you know, oh, Kardashians. I'm not, but I, and... Especially when it came out that in the last three months, she's helped free 17 people from prison. Wow. 
and she hasn't it hasn't been like all over the nose none of this shit it's just they started looking the the media started looking into it because Mm -hmm. they found out that she's trying to go to law school the program they have in california where you can kind of apprentice you -hmm. have to do like 18 hours a week and you have to take like tests every month and after like so long then you can earn your law degree oh wow and so they found out that she was doing that because she's i mean she's taking a step back from all the shit she was doing she doesn't do parties anymore she's not like all over the tv like promoting every fucking weight loss pill and orange body tanner you know she's not doing any of that but um yeah i mean like she freed 17 people she she didn't free she helped with her help her money not only is she using her money for their 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 legal defense but Mm -hmm. when they get out of prison she's giving she's helping them find jobs just like that lady that she helped get out of of prison when she went to Trump, one of the things that she had to prove was that they had that, that she had job offers, and that she would not be a burden on society, right. and that she would not go back to prison for lack of a job. So, that's one of the things that she's you know she helps them with housing, she helps them with the first year to get up on their feet and provide. You know, um, furniture, clothes that help to get their families back together, all that shit. So she's putting her money where her mouth is. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of got upset because I saw this. Um, I saw a post by somebody that I'm friends with Facebook that doesn't even have anything to do with our podcast community. But they were just kind of like trashing her and talking about how you know how you know could you believe this by spreading your legs that you could save people's lives. I don't give a shit how she got famous or how she got her money. It's the fact of the matter that what she's doing with it. Yeah. I mean, if I could take and help people that way, I absolutely would. And I mean, shit. You know, I always told you, yes, God, you bumming ass. Anyway, like you always told me. I mean, if we ever had money like that, that, you know. We would, I wouldn't keep it. Probably 90% of it would go to, like, animal organizations and, like, helping people. As long as it didn't go to PETA. Well, no. Fuck PETA. I'm not talking about PETA. I'm talking about places like, like you know, yeah. um, shelters and shit that need help, that need, you know, yeah. funding to help, you know, keep dogs from being killed. Because believe it or not, PETA kills more animals than a lot of other places. We could do a whole episode, I'm serious, about how fucked up PETA is. I think we should. Okay, because I didn't know that they killed animals. Or that they had anything to do with the killing of animals. Yeah, um, I think we should do an episode of PETA. If we can find it, we should watch the Penn & Teller bullshit episode about PETA. Okay. But, no, I mean, seriously, we could do a whole episode about PETA. PETA's fucking evil. Well, I mean, I think they're evil anyway because of the shit that they pull. Yeah. But, um... Did you ever find your weird news? You know something? Yeah. This uh, politician in Denmark has placed an ad on Pornhub. (laughs) Hey, but that's where a lot of people go. Yeah, that's what he said. He's a Danish politician. His name is uh, Joachim B. Olsen. He was an Olympic shot put silver medalist, and he's running to be a member of Denmark's parliament. Parliament. It's a parliament. 
Funkadelic. <laughs> yeah. George Clinton and shit. Anyway, he uh, he actually said he put it on there because that's where people went. He said he wanted to use that venue. He said he knew people went there, and he also said it was meant to be funny. He's a center right. He's a member of the folk dig for the center right liberal alliance since 2011. Uh, he placed it on Pornhub, and let's see what it said because it says something funny. Uh, if you hear piggy noises, that's Luna. She's wandering around on the bed. Okay. They don't have what the ad said on this one, but I'd found it earlier, and it said something like, "When you're finished wanking, don't forget to vote for this guy." <laughs> That's great. But uh, some people were actually critical of him doing it, and he was like, "Look, I want to be where everybody is." He said, and plus it was funny. He said, "Like ninety percent of my campaign's serious. Let me have my ten percent. That's fun." Yeah. Well, I mean. I would vote for somebody who had a sense of humor. Yeah, I mean, that's what we need. I mean, you know. But my views on voting are completely <laughs> irrelevant. Yeah. Anyway, so is there anything else you got? That's it. Uh, well, somebody in Florida, there were two assaults with food in Florida this week. One guy hit his girlfriend with a cheeseburger, and then a girl hit her boyfriend with a taco. Wasn't that just a meme? No, I think that actually happened. I thought that was just a meme I shared. Shit. <laughs> no, but I did read a thing where a guy in Florida hit his... His girlfriend was asleep and he beat her with a cheeseburger. Hold on. I read that same article. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, the only reason why... He swears up and down he didn't touch her. The only reason why that they arrested him was because... She had the remnants of the cheeseburger stuck to the side of the Yeah, I know. How mad you had to... <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Have you never had those drunk nights where you, like, you and your pals and stuff after leaving, like, the bar or whatever, you went by McDonald's and, <laughs> and you bought some food and you came home and you fell asleep in it? <laughs> I, I broke a tree at Waffle House. Look... This is, I was not drunk, but like I had a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. And so when, I got, when we got out of the emergency room that night, I was like fucked up on Dilaudid. And whenever I get pain medicine like that, I feel like I can't breathe. And so I was like, I begged my mom to take me by McDonald's and get me something to eat and get me like a large Coke. Because <clears throat> that, it, for some reason, anything with caffeine. It helps, like, it, it helps the tightness in my chest. Yeah, well, I mean, some asthma inhalers have uh, caffeine in them. Yeah. So, um, anyway, we went by there. We got, she got me something to eat. And then she took me to my house and dropped me off. And uh, Brandy, my cousin, was in the house. And she was in, she was in her bedroom asleep. And her son was asleep in the living room because he had been playing, like, GameCube. And... I walked in there and I told her I was home. And I went back out. As soon as I went back out on the front porch. And we had like this big, huge front porch. And it was like, the house was brick. It was a brick house. And it had this big like oval thing. And you could see it on the porch. Like on the ledge of the porch. And kind of like put your back in like the oval yeah. rounded thing. And um, so I used to sit out there all the time. 
But there was also rocking chairs on the front porch. And so I sat down in this rocking chair and started to eat my, my, I think it was a quarter pounder with cheese or something. Because my mama just ordered what she always ordered because I was so out of it I couldn't even tell her what I wanted. Royale with cheese. Yeah. Anyway, so we, um, I keep burping. Um, anyway, so next thing I know, I kind of opened my eyes and I have not taken a bite out of my burger, but there's like, because I left the light on, there's like bugs all over my hands, because this is in the summertime when this happened. Yeah. There's like bugs on my hands all over the burger stuff, but it's like sitting down like in my lap. Because I had fallen asleep before I could eat it. And, of course, you know, summertime in the South, you can't sit outside with food in your hands. No. It's just not, it's, you can't do it. I had been sitting out there asleep for three hours. Wow. With a fucking burger in my hands, like, in my lap. And I managed to, like, mosey my ass on in the house and, like, <laughs> I pretty much, like, she said, where have you been? I was like, I was on the front porch. I fell asleep trying to eat, and the bugs ate my food. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, are you fucking kidding? She's like, where'd you put the food? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I had set the food down in the, in the rocking chair, and I got up and just left it there. So the next morning, there was like this big, huge like, ant pile, and it was awful. Like, we had to go get the bug spray and like clean everything up. It was awful. Wow. But yeah, like, and then I had a friend of mine, she went to the bar, and she, they went by and got Taco Bell, and the next morning she woke up and she had, like, two tacos stuck to her face and a Maxi Melt between her titties. Nice. Because she fell asleep in the bed trying to eat Taco Bell. <laughs> Do y'all know how I broke the tree? Yeah, how'd you break the tree? Okay. We had gone to see the Honky Tonk Hustlers at Speakeasy, and... Just kept drinking. At one point, I got a pitcher of beer, and they handed me a glass, and I was like, I don't need it. And shots and all this stuff. And we ended up at Waffle House, and there was a tree with a branch I could jump up and grab, and I decided to swing on it. <laughs> and I started swinging, and also the branch goes, and I fell flat on my back holding the branch, and I was like, oops. And all I hear is, damn it, Alan! And I get up, and they're like, put down your branch. And we went into the Waffle House. Mm-hmm. That's how I broke the tree at Waffle House. Yeah. It was one in a uh, Homewood. Yep. Aren't you the same person that was also eating pizza off the floor at a wedding? I'm not sure if it was floor pizza or not. Oh, no. You've specifically told me it was floor pizza. And you were going to eat floor cake. But somebody told you not to. Jesse and Kelly told Kelly Kyle or Kelly Morris now told me not to eat the floor cake. That was the night. Um, they had the drinks at the wedding, and I drank a bunch. And then um, I called the padded room several times. There is actually calls of that. Um, but I had uh, nobody was drinking the rum, so I decided I needed to drink it. And I was walking around with like a liter of rum. Well, I just want to know why it is that every time that you get fucked up, you want to call the padded room. I was calling all kind of people. <laughs> uh, uh, Jesse and Kelly called me, and I couldn't remember, and I was like, where are y'all? Because it came through Skype, and I was, it was California, they were like, we're, we're at home. I was, and I was like, where am I? They were like, you're in Pennsylvania, dude. Uh -huh. And I was like, what am I doing in Pennsylvania? 
Why didn't you go see Jesse while you were there? Because I was in, like, the other part of the state. Hey, Pennsylvania's not that big. Okay. Um, but, yeah, and it was, like, snowing, and I was walking around in an H.P. Lovecraft t-shirt and some camouflage track pants. Why doesn't that surprise me? I don't know. Because reasons. Yeah. Probably because your usual attire is sweatpants and some sort of band t-shirt <laughs> and Adidas flops. <laughs> I had on real shoes. I think I had on Chuck Taylor's. I tried to get you to wear real clothes. <laughs> I don't like... They're uncomfortable. At least you wear pants. Yeah. Um... Anyway. Anyway, okay, so vampires? Yeah, this okay. is for like 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know, every culture, we were, we were doing some research, and every culture has had something similar to vampires. We've had, I mean, it goes back to like Mesopotamia, ancient Greek. I mean, you know, not, because a lot of people think that vampires, like, that it was something that Bram Stoker created. Yeah. And... But th- there were actually fictional accounts of vampires using that word before Dracula. Yeah. he Basically, Bram Stoker just plagiarized a bunch of shit. hmm And, I mean, literally, there are... Um, there's Varney the Vampire. Well, I mean, there's stories that, like, if you read them, mm-hmm. um, he took a bunch of shit, put it together, and is what is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what my literary teacher and when I was in college told you know, because mm-hmm. like they he put up like excerpts from like different like books mm-hmm. and um, folklore. You know, like some stuff wasn't written down. Some stuff was just like um, it was known stories and whatever. Right. And uh, they uh. You know, he like you know, po- you know, put up like the different examples and was like, you know, you could literally put these in order, and you would have Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. I mean, um, he was known as a hack job anyway, <laughs> apparently. Back yeah. Then. And that, you know, I think that's like his one big claim to fame was you know Dracula. Yeah. And um. I mean, he wrote other stuff, but everybody know nobody else knows it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's his, you know, that's his. What he's known for is Dracula. You know, like I mean, everything else that he wrote didn't have the same pull as that. And I mean, he found a good source material, and you know, he pulled together stuff that you know people didn't really know, and nobody was going to fact check. Yeah. And so. I mean, and then I think it's funny how his widow went after the people that. Uh, did Nosferatu. Yeah. Um, and they actually thought Nosferatu at one point had been like, was lost and destroyed, even though, and they, then they found the negatives later. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but before, you know, people thought it was like a risen, like a risen corpse, you know, they thought it was like a demon or spirit or something. Yeah. And the, the Europeans kind of took the idea that it was, you know the body of like the body of somebody you knew reanimated. Well, basically, it was like it was a spirit of like it was the person was either like somebody who had died of suicide or some sort of violent death, mm-hmm. or somebody who was suspected to be a witch. 
Um, like there was all kinds of like stuff that was, you know, um, and basically how they, they, the way that they would cure that like there was a vampire around them was because there would be like, um, cattle, cattle would start dying, you know, their livestock just in general would start dying and coming up in like weird, um, deaths and a lot of it had to do with throats being torn out and which, you know, I mean, you gotta think of where this shit was. I mean, like, I don't know if there's coyotes over there, but I mean, like, there's, there's other animals that would do this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, and then, if their family members would start dying. Yeah. A lot of times, that was like tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Another thing, too, was they said that when they would dig up the bodies, how it would look like they had, like, fresh blood on their faces and stuff. And bloat. Well, here's the thing. People don't real. They didn't realize for one how bodies decompose. Yeah, yeah. They didn't realize that. Another thing too is if somebody has tuberculosis, um, which I don't know if I don't know if I ever talked about this, but I was exposed when I was like three years old to tuberculosis. My sister was too. So she can't give blood and all that. I think she's given blood. I'm not. Yeah, I'm you not, have to. You have to go in there. You have to put on there that you've been exposed, and you have to go in there with chest X-rays to prove that you're not active. Okay. Because any time that you get a tuberculosis test, it bubbles up. Yeah. And you have to have chest X-rays. And I remember she was on some kind of uh, oral medication for like six months or something. I, the one I was on was on for a year, and I was quarantined to the house. Really. The health department brought my mother medicine every month. Until it ran out. I don't... Krista wasn't quarantined, but... How, how old was she? Three or four. She was little, because, I mean, her taking that medicine, and it might have been a year. I don't remember, but I know they got it from the health department. And my dad was pissed off about that, because he was like, we can afford it. He didn't want my... You know, but we they got it at the health department, and it was a fight every night for her to take it. It comes to the CDC. You might not have... Was she in daycare or anything? She was. Well, then she they would have had to have quarantined her. There's no way she would have been able to go to school. Because if that medicine's not working and she would have gone active at any point in time before they, you know, said that it, the virus was dormant. Mm-hmm. Because technically it's not dead. Technically it is still a live virus. It's just basically it's like dormant. That's why, like, if you've ever been exposed to it, like, if you start having, like, pulmonary issues and whatever, Mm -hmm. they'll start checking you. They'll start, like, going through all your chest x-rays. They'll start making you take tests. I mean, like, um, I had a lot of shit that I had to go through. And, um, but anyway, my point is, is that there was a lot of stuff my mom had to research. And... Um, I remember her telling me this when I was younger about how that back in the day, the only ways that it spread was because the bodies of the dead, because the virus could stay active even after the, you know, people mm-hmm. died, that when they would start to bloat, the gases and stuff would pull the blood that had been like pulled in the lungs and push it out their mouth. Wow. It would come back up through their esophagus because there's no, there's no muscular mm-hmm. there to stop it. 
and it would get all over their faces. Anybody who's having to handle those bodies and whatever got that diseased blood on them. Well, do you know where the whole idea of garlic keeping vampires at bay came from? When they would go to exhume the graves, you know, the, the stench of decay, they would wear the garlic around their neck and stuff to keep from smelling it so much. And that's where they got the idea. And people did hang garlic and things in their house. Oh, yeah. And I mean, but it was literally for the vampire hunters, and I'm doing air quotes, so they didn't have to smell the decay as much. They would use the garlic. Also, there was a thing, um, I've heard roses, but once again, that was something to keep the stench down. And, you know, you were talking about the the suicides and uh, being witches and stuff. Mm-hmm. They also believed if a cat or a dog... Yeah, jump, the, uh, the the Chinese believed that. S- several cultures did. Yeah, if a cat or a dog jumped over the body, but that's what I think is so crazy. <clears throat> it's not just like Romania and Eastern Europe and that type of shit. It's fucking the the. If you look over the entire world, mm-hmm. there's South American, um, you know, um, folklore. There's African folklore. There's you know, um, Asian. You've got, um, of course, you know, North American folklore or whatever. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Europe, everywhere. They had these, you know, this folklore. And the thing is, is if you look back, it dates well before there was ever any Bram Stoker. Yeah. I mean, these are like stories. I mean, and people literally went and dug up graves. They would dig somebody up, cut their head off, burn the body... Bury them upside down. Yeah, um, bury them with bricks in their mouth. Stake them. Have you heard the thing before that the wooden stake doesn't actually kill them? It immobilizes them. And if you pull it out, they'll survive? Yeah. yeah. That supposedly, you have to like jam it in and drink the heart. Yeah. Because if you don't, then um, there's no good. Um... Have you heard of Mercy Brown? You asked me this earlier. I know. Well, I was just going to... No. Okay. It's American Vampire Mercy Brown. It happened up in Rhode Island. I want to say Exeter. And uh, the family, TB, was going through. And her mom died. Her sister died. And she died. And, you know, her brother had it and was dying. And they were trying to... They thought there was a vampire... They dug up the mom and the sister, and they exhibited normal decay. Then they went and got Mercy, and she hadn't decayed, but she had also been in an above-ground vault in a New England winter. So Yeah. But they thought, they determined that she was, in fact, a vampire because she did have blood around her mouth. And What year was this? 1892. Okay. So, not that long ago. You know, but still, but in the grand scheme of things, but they uh, removed her heart and liver and burnt them to ash and mixed it in a tonic and gave it to her brother to drink. He died two months later. Well, yeah, that had Mm -hmm. nothing to do. Yeah, (laughs) but that was a Mercy Brown American vampire. But I mean, I just wonder why they thought that mixing it in a drink and giving it to him would cure him. Because uh, the idea was that. She was a vampire. She was feeding on him. I mean, it, you know, I want to call them primitive screwheads, but they really weren't. 
I mean, I still don't understand how that would, you know, I don't know. Um, but I think, you know, the whole thing that, you know, the, the different kinds of wood that supposedly kill vampires, there's oak, aspen, uh, some call iron wood, and you know, some stuff said it didn't have to be a wooden stake, it could be like a iron stake or anything. Well, there's also, there's been rumors of forever that it had nothing to do with wood, it just had to be something through the heart. Yeah. But like, <laughs> you know... If you look at a dogwood tree, supposedly the story about the dogwood tree was that used that back in the day the dogwood tree was like this strong, sturdy tree because mm-hmm. that's what the crosses that um, people were crucified on, you know, back in you know when Jesus and all that. Like when I was, you know, there was more than just Jesus was crucified. Oh yeah. So, but um, anyway, they used the tree. They used the the wood from a dogwood tree. And that supposedly now a dogwood tree is supposed to be like such oh like its branches are weak, mm-hmm. so that way and they, it don't get big. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like the trunk of it was probably as about can be probably as about as tall as me, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then the the branches are spindly and small, and you know the trunk doesn't get very big around at all, and um. Because of the fact that, you know, um, so that way they can never crucify anybody with that wood. But anyway, the whole point I'm getting at was, um, but the dogwood tree still, the trunk was supposedly big enough for them to cut them down and to make like stakes out of them. And there was like, I cannot remember where they said this happened at, but anyway, this these people, um, I want to say this was like a plague was going through this town, mm-hmm. and um, this is over in like, over in Europe somewhere, and um, anyway, they had like a um, like a whole thing of dogwood trees. I guess they grew over because you know they had the pretty blooms and all yeah. that or whatever so it was a bunch of dogwood trees anyway all these people were dying and i guess they thought they had a vampire infestation so they cut down all these dogwood trees they made all these stakes and then they literally went through the entire graveyard and dug up all the graves and they put dogwood stakes through all the hearts of everybody it was even unless it was like somebody who had been dead for a long time and they mm-hmm. were just bone if there was still like body they they staked it. Been they and the whole thought was it's the dogwood. It's you know it's dogwood. Yeah. It's the wood that Jesus will you know it's supposed to be like biblical wood or something. And I mean just like the shit that these people thought up like. I mean seriously I mean like, you literally would have to be sitting there spinning your fucking thumbs trying to think, of some. I don't even know, like some 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 solution, and you're just like spitballing all this fucking retarded ass shit, and not just hey, guess what? Maybe these people are just fucking sick. Yeah. They had to attribute it to evil spirits, vampires, <coughs> demons, witches. I mean. Well, I wonder if, and I wonder if there was money to be made in killing the vampires, because you know, when Europe had the the witch scares and stuff. The, the corrupt witch hunters, they could make a shit ton of money. 
I mean, there there were witch hunters. You know, they talked about the witch marks. Yeah. They would have you. You remember the trick knives you could buy where they would the blade would go in. Mm-hmm. They would make needles like that, and you know, you you got the money or fame or whatever. For well, that's where the, the whole witch. shit was. If she doesn't float, mm-hmm. then what? If she doesn't float, she's a witch. If she does float, she's or no, no she doesn't float. She's she was she was normal and she dies. And, yeah, and she dies. Yeah, and if she floats, she's a witch. I mean, there's so much bullshit behind mm-hmm. all of this. Um, another little vampire story. Have you ever heard of the the Coglin Grange story in England? Uh. Uh-huh. This this uh woman. There was, was like two brothers and a sister were all lived in this uh, farmhouse. And I've heard the stories told is true. I know Mercy Brown is true. You can visit her grave. But uh, <clears throat> one night the woman, she was uh, sleeping in her bed. They lived maybe a mile from the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And something started scratching at her window. And it was just like emaciated figure. And uh, every night it would get bolder till one night it busted in and attacked her and bit her. But she survived and they reinforced the windows but it kept coming back. And one night the brothers decided they were going to sleep in the room and they had pistols. Mm-hmm. Well, it got to the window and, they, and it came in to attack the brother and the brother shot it in the leg. It ran off. The next day or... They went down to the graveyard and they found a emaciated body with bullets in the leg, which you can die from getting shot in the leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they took the body out and they burnt it with the church sexton. They beheaded it and burnt it. The thing is, what they think it was, they don't, you know, it was attributed to a vampire, but now they look at it and they think it was somebody that had just gone mental and was living in the crypt and started attacking that family, you know? What if it was a vampire? Then it's a dead vampire because they, <laughs> they burnt its ass up. Um, Do you think there's anything to the vampire legends? Do you think there is something like that out there? I think the vampire legends, for one, people are afraid of death. But it's also been so romanticized because people are afraid of dying. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're afraid of death and they want to stay because you know it's it's like on both ends it's because of the fear of death. You have the fear of death from the unknown because these people most of the time where this shit happened, where there were you know people getting their heads cut off and all this you know crazy shit was happening. Um. It was mostly happening because of the fact that, you know, it was poor, uneducated people who, you know, only knew folklore and were, had a very low understanding of even religious belief, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have, I mean, most of these places, the most, um, the most educated person was the, the the clergy. Yeah. Regardless of what religion it was, what or what or what, you know, wherever it was in the world, usually 
the most learned person in a community at that that back then was you know your pastor your whatever you know um and even because like if if you were somebody who like wanted to be intelligent and thought past you know things you were considered to be a heretic any time that you wanted to take and like further your education further your understanding of the outside i mean people who you know wanted to learn medicine used to be you know were considered to be like heretics oh yeah and i mean you couldn't for a long time you know they if they wanted to find out what a human person looked like inside you know they had to resort to like body theft and yeah stuff. like the 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 operation theaters and like europe they for that for hundreds of years those were clandestine you know um you i mean they would do operations on people and they pretty much only knew like what was going on with people who were actually alive but where they would go in and do autopsies and shit those were like they would bring in like dead bodies and they would you know um the and they would cut them up they would like dissect them and stuff you know basically like creepers in the, you know, the middle of the night yeah well you know there was a thing there was some guy i want i want to say it was like in ancient greece or something maybe early maybe later than that but they got the idea for anatomy and stuff from like looking at dead animals and if they could you know open up a human body i mean the doctors were fighting for that um they would they would only use a criminal and they would somebody would have to stand there and read this book and when they would open them up you know the organs would be all different and stuff and they would always be like well it's that's because it's criminal not because you know your your descriptions in the book and stuff are wrong it's because this is a non-standard human well yeah i mean look (laughs) and i'm not trying to um let me say this in the most delicate way possible there are still doctors today not talking about bone structure okay because we all know that every nationality race whatever there is different bone structure that's just a fact like you know men and women have different bone structure i mean that's just it's it's a biological fact um but it's gotten but because of the fact that now you have more interracial relationships and stuff it's a very gray area it's a very 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 gray area it's it's a lot harder now to take and look at an x-ray because i have a friend of mine um or an acquaintance of mine who um is a radiologist and um he's a neuroradiologist um, that's his specialty, but he is one of the best in this in basically the southeast at his job. And he, and I don't know if all radiologists are this good, but like he can take and look and tell you if it's a man, if it's a woman. And for the most part, he used to be able to tell you, you know, what nationality they were or what race they were, whatever. You know, like he could tell you if they were Asian or if they were african-american or if they were white or you know like because of the the, the, the bone structure 
just because there are similarities. They're not all, don't, don't get me wrong, they don't all look the same, but there's like certain similarities in like skull shape. Um, I'm trying to remember how he said, there's something about like the, the back of the head. It's the same way anthropologists can take and look at a skull and kind of tell you like where somebody's come from. Well, isn't that kind of nasal cavities and stuff too? Well, no, I mean, really you can't see that. That's got, I mean, that just depends on like the, that, he doesn't look at that. He was talking about like the bone structure of like mm -hmm. the, the head and the jaw lines and there was something else. I can't remember what he said, but anyway, when he was in medical school, um, he had a professor, and he never told me this guy's name. I don't know if, because he went to three different medical schools, because um, you know, he had to do a speciality, and then he interned at a bunch of different schools, because he wanted to make sure, cause, I mean, he was in school for a while, because he first he wanted to be a surgeon, and anyway, um, at one of these schools, he had a professor who was a doctor who literally believed that African-American people and Caucasian people had their organs were looked different. And that it really wasn't feasible to do a transplant from an African-American person into a Caucasian person or vice versa. Really? Yeah. Wow. But that, like, if you were um, Arabic or, I don't know, if, is Arabic the correct word? I mean, Middle, I just, Middle Eastern, I guess, yeah, would be the more, you know, yeah, anyway. Um, or Asian, then you could take either one. They were like the, the, the typo blood. You know, I mean, they're like the universal donors and receivers, I guess. And he was crazy. And it's like this friend of mine that I know, you know, that I know, he was like, you know, and no matter every instance, besides somebody who has diseased organs, they all look the same. Because if you look at through an MRI, there's not that kind of a difference where you couldn't, he never understood that. And, and, that, and that's, the, that's the sad problem is this was in the 90s that people were still believed this shit. So, I mean, if you think about, like, the ignorance of people today believing that shit, think about how they looked at shit back then. You know? Yeah, really. I mean, that was my whole point about that. No, I mean, it makes perfect sense. So, you know... You know, like vampires now, people think of them as like, oh, sexy. You know, they used to not be portrayed that way. I mean, oh, no, they were hideous. Yeah. They uh, looked like a walking, you know, they looked like a zombie. Yeah. Uh, I like, I mean, that's one of the reasons I think I like Nosferatu so much because, I mean, he's ugly as shit. I have a chihuahua that looks like Nosferatu. Yes, but she's cute. <laughs> she's got one bug eye. Mm -hmm. And her ears and her teeth. She looks like Nosferatu. Yeah. Kill. And she's got these long toenails that she won't let you clip. So we're going to have to take her and like have her like sedated so they can clip her toenails. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> um, but who's your favorite, like some of your favorite on-screen vampires? 
okay, you know that I have always been obsessed with, like, Anne Rice's vampires. Right. Okay. When they did Interview with a Vampire, I was so upset because I was afraid that they were going to, it was that it was going to end up like I didn't know about Twilight, you know, back then. Mm-hmm. But I was afraid it was going to end up some shit like that. Okay. And I really loved how they did it. You know, Anne Rice like was super pissed that Tom Cruise was going to get that role. Mm-hmm. And then she said that she couldn't imagine anybody else playing Lestat. Wow. Because he did so well. Yeah. But um, you know. I think if I'm like if I think about like my favorite vampire, I really, really, really liked the vampires in Thirty Days a Night. Love them. I mean, I like the fact that you know they look scary. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not romanticized. Um, then, like I said, I have an obsession with Anne Rice's vampires, and while she still talks about, you know, the, a lot of the the stuff that they do, that's not, you know, like, she doesn't, it's still romanticization, I can't even say that right, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, anyway, romanticized, anyway, um, but, like, 30 Days of Night vampires, I like, I like how they kind of have their own language, you know? Yeah. I like, I just, I like all the intricacies of them. I like how they look human. Uh, yeah, almost normal, but you kind of, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. You know what? <laughs> okay. I read these books, <laughs> and Mama <laughs> is always getting up to me because she says they're like, you know, mommy porn. But it's, um, the Cat and Bones. Yeah, I read the, uh, Dark, what was it, the Vlad series? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, this chick, her name is, uh, Janine something or another. I can't remember what her fucking name is now. But anyway, I love these. I've read every single book that she's written that has to do with, like, this series. I bought them all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I have them all. Um... And what I really loved about the books was it was more along the lines of, like, there was a lot of action in them and fighting and all that kind of stuff. And, like, whenever there was, like, um, sex involved, it wasn't that, like, dreamy, romantic. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I had, like, I literally, I had Alan Reed, the ones that were based on um, her Vlad character. Because he, he told me he loved Vladley and Paler. And this character literally... I mean, like, and she put a lot of the history of Vlad in her books. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was cool. How, you know, that, um, which we haven't even touched on him yet. Um, but I had Alan read it, and I was like, let me know if it's too sappy for you, because it is a chick book. Um, there is sex in it, but it's not like... It's not like he touched her lovingly on the brow. It's not that kind of shit. It's like he banged her in the butt. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. it's like... <laughs> I think she talks about her asshole hurting, and that's like, literally... <laughs> I mean, it's like... It's... There's there's like... it's it's There's some rough shit in it. But, um... You know... 
but anyway, what I was trying to say is, is like, I kind of, I mean, I know there's no such thing as vampires. Would it be cool if there was? Fuck yeah. I mean, I think so. Well, I don't want to say that because if they're, it just depends on like what the real mythos, you know, what it would really be. Would it really be these demonic, you know, blood-sucking, like, evil beings? Yeah. You know, that look and smell like death? Mm-hmm. Or would it be, like, you know, a lot of the fiction and shit? Because, I mean, the vampires that look the most, look like they had the most fun to me is the Lost Boys. Oh, I love the Lost Boys. If, let me tell you something. That movie? Mm-hmm. That's my shit. Like... I didn't even I didn't even bring that up because that's just like I can't even begin to describe to you my love of that movie. <laughs> Fucking hell. And I bought it for you. Yes, you did. But I, anyway. I love that movie. I love that that the vampires have fun in it. Mm-hmm. You know, you almost hate to see him be the bad guys in that one. You know, you're like, I would rather be a lost boy than... Fucking the, Corey Hay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not even gonna lie. I've seen all the Lost Boy, like, sequels. And even though they're... They're trash. I mean, come on. They're... I still love them. <laughs> I still love Corey Feldman. Even though he can't sing for shit, he can't act for shit, I still love him and support him 100%. (laughs) But, let's talk about Vlad the Impaler. Um, Because so much of of the mythos surrounds him. And the thing is, um, I mean, I want to do, like, an actual show show about Vlad the Impaler, but... We don't have to get too deep into it. No, but I was going to say, some of the stuff that we know or think we know about him, you know, that... It's propaganda. Yeah. It's, you know, they the historians really looked into it and been like, we don't really have any evidence of this other than people who were against him. The thing is, in Romania, he's still revered as a hero. Well, here's the thing. They talk about a lot of his atrocities and whatever. The reason why he did some of the things that he did was because he had... Okay, you either, one, were destroyed or you people feared you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he didn't... His people loved him because he loved his people. And he took care of his people. But outside of his people, they fucking feared him because let him catch you in his land. You can't if you disrespected him. The man went through hell as a yeah, child. Yeah. I mean, he was raped. He was imprisoned. He was sold. I mean, you know, tortured. Yes. I mean, things that happened to him from the time he was what seven until he was like, like yeah. fourteen or maybe even older than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was a, on a daily basis. Like, the way they talk about it, like, this, like, he was, it was awful what he went through. And he bottled all that shit up until he could get away. And when he got away and was, and they sent him back home and whatever, because he was supposed to stay there for so long because mm-hmm. of his dad's crimes or so. I don't remember anyway. As a tribute or whatever. Anyway, <coughs> when he got back, he made sure that they knew that he was coming for him. Mm-hmm. And 
that's why I believe all of the stories about how, like, you know, he um, hammered the turbans to their heads. He, that happened. Yeah. I mean... Um, now, when they talk about how he had people, like, he impaled people um, while they were still alive, um, I don't know, but I know he did impale people. Did you know impalements in the Bible? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I don't know if it, that people were actually alive when it happened or not. I mean, like they say that they say you can. A lot of the stuff I've read and I've done, I've read a good bit about Vlad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were alive. Yeah, I the mean, the uh, spikes. A lot of them times. Um, the some of the stuff I've read said that uh, depending on how pissed off you he was at you, and the level of your crime. Um. They would grease the spikes, and they would be—they weren't spikes; they were rounded, and it would go up through your ass. And they could actually, instead of being sharp, and it could move. I mean, it might tear the organ and stuff, but it could move them to the side, and people would die on the pole. Well, okay. First of all, if you're going up through somebody's, you know, ass, ass, um. <laughs> You know you're going like in their intestines, mm-hmm. so like once you get past their colon and all that, and you actually get into their like lower intestine and stuff. It's gonna perforate the intestine. The intestine, even though it's miles long, mm-hmm. it's still it's, it's not curvy. gonna it's yeah. not yeah it's not gonna move around for a fucking straight ass pole. Yeah, I mean. So basically, what happens is it perforates the intestine, and then like because of the way that, that whatever it is that it's you know whatever it wasn't was through it. Mm-hmm. Bile will leak out around the tear. I mean, impalement was... And then, well, listen, oh. bile leaks out from around the tear. Mm-hmm. It's just like anybody who has, like, a diverticulum and, it, and like, it bursts or whatever. Um, bile will leak out into the body cavity. And um, depending on how long and how much of a leak it is, depends on how fast you go septic. And then, you know, of course... Once you go septic, you die. Or you well, you'll eventually die. But it's painful, horrible fucking yeah. death. I mean impalement was a bad way to go. Oh yeah. Uh but I mean as weird as it sounds, I think Vlad was a true I, I love him. I have T shirt I have had two T shirts with him. I've got an action figure. I bought you one here recently. Yes, you did. That was the second one. Um love him but I really think I think he's an anti hero. Not that that's a bad thing. I mean... I don't think he's a villain. No, I never thought he was a villain. I just think he didn't really give a shit what people thought about him. He did what he thought was right, and he protected his people, mm-hmm. and he didn't give a fuck what anybody outside of his border was no. scared about. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, he, his, and his people, they loved him, but they feared him because they knew if they crossed him, they were fucked. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> anyway, I think we should do... Um, we shouldn't give all of our Vlad stuff up. No. We should cover him later. Definitely. I think we should. You know what? We we're trying to figure what we we're going to do this month, right? Yeah. Well, I, like, depending on when we get Jesse on here, what if we do like, um, like a like, um, werewolves, vamp? What we did we're doing vampires? Mm-hmm. What if we do like werewolves, um? You know, like, shit like that. I'm definitely down with that. Because we've already covered witches on here. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. 
because I was looking up something about vampires, and it came back to like there's a vampire werewolf. You know, I was, I was watching. Yeah, you know, what I was talking. I was watching the originals. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know why they don't just call them by their goddamn name, which is like what damn fear. Yeah, Dom, Dom fear. Yeah. Anyway, and it's basically like a werewolf figure that wears a chainmail vest or some shit. It has a chainmail chest or. Anyway, it's, that's what it's seen. That's what it's, you know, supposedly supposed to wear. But they think that it goes back to, like, um, uh, fucking hell. You know, crusade days and yeah. all that kind of stuff where, you know, they had, like, their chain mail and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, mm-hmm. point being, I think we should look into that. I'm definitely down with that. Because I was sitting there thinking, I don't really want to do government conspiracy shit. I mean, I'll... I'll I don't either. I mean, honestly, I I just want to talk about Unit Seven Thirty One. But I mean, there's. I mean, look, look, guys. I know that there's a lot of stuff that we say we're going to cover. Right now, in the climate that I, I hear so much shit every day on the fucking news, all over my timeline, because people are so pissed off about this bill that was passed in Alabama. Don't get me started on it. But anyway, I mean, I can't take any more government shit. Like, I was sitting there reading about the Tuskegee experiment, and like I said, there was a lot of stuff that I already knew about, but then when the more I read, I just, it depressed me so bad, and I was, I did not want to, and he didn't, Alan didn't want to cover it either, I mean, it was his idea not to do it, so. Yeah, I really, I just basically was like, I don't want to do this, um, like I said, I want to do Unit 731, because there's not a lot of that out there, it was something different. He also saw a thing on Lazy Masquerade, which is a YouTube channel mm-hmm. that I would. I'm seriously, people need to watch that shit. Slayer's written a song about Unit Seven Thirty One. Well, I mean, but like, yeah, Lazy Masquerade. Look it up on YouTube. It's this. I don't know. I don't know if he's British or I don't know what he is. He has a very calming voice. Yes, it's extremely fucking calming voice, and. All he does is read like scary stories. Yeah, scary stories, and like true, like the true quotation, true stories that are off of Reddit, and it's just like we we fall asleep watching it, and it's like some of the creepiest fucking shit. And they had something on there about Unit Seven Thirty One, and we were and like I was like, I gotta cover that. I wanna cover that. <laughs> so you know, but y'all seriously check out. Lazy Masquerade, um, I cannot, <laughs> I got real while yeah. listening to that, and it, it freaks her the fuck out, and his voice is what's so fucking freaky, because he just, it's very melodic, mm-hmm. and it's like, I mean, where does he, where, it doesn't, I mean, it's, it's got that, almost that, um, that colonial British accent, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, that like, from, like, you know, if you go to like, India, or, you know, like, when you, people that are from, um, Kenya and stuff, and they, you know, when yeah. they come over here, sounds like that. It doesn't have, like, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but it's just the, the accent that I've heard, or yeah. I don't know. Because it sounds like there's just, there sounds like there's, like, a, something clipped on the underside every time mm-hmm. he talks. It sounds like there's something else. Yeah. But anyway, I wish I could figure out where he's from. I get I get fascinated by that kind of shit, like where people are from. I don't know why, but anyway. <coughs> anyway, 
anyway, check out Lazy Masquerade. I guess, um, hopefully, Jesse will be on next week. So, don't, I don't know when Alan's off days are next week. So, whatever his off day is, is what day we'll try and get with Jesse to do the show. If it's not till the end of next week, then we'll go ahead and put the, um, we'll go ahead and do Werewolves and have that out for Wednesday. Um, but if it's like, if he hasn't, if his off day is Wednesday next week or Thursday, then we'll record with Jesse and then just wait and put it out. Um, but we'll let you know. I'll post on the page what, what we're going to do. But, um, all right. I guess, are you, are you done? Yeah. All yeah. right. Vampires. So. Um, if I could be like a Lost Boy vampire, I totally would do it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll see you guys Wednesday. Have a good one. Night. Later.